Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. Happy Thanksgiving! I hope you're all having a wonderful holiday. And I hope you're all hopped up on tryptophan, taking naps and watching the Hallmark Channel, as you should be. I hope you ate too much or are about to eat too much. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different than our normal Thursday episodes. We're not going to recap Atlanta in detail, although we did meet Shamari. And I do want to just say real quickly that I like Shamari. I'm excited for her. I used to love her musical group, Black. They had that amazing single with J.C. Chazé. Oh, baby, bring it on to me. <laughs> You guys, I feel like I hit that note. Did I hit that note? I feel like I hit that note. Oh, baby, bring it on to me. <laughs> I, ap- <laughs> I apologize if any of you have dogs in the room and they started barking as I sang that a little bit. But I used to love that song, and I'm excited for Shamari. She seems a little messy. I also laughed so hard when Candy said, uh, in regards to Portia's zipper on her dress, she said, <laughs> Portia's zipper's stressed out. And <laughs> that made me laugh. That made me laugh. And uh, uh, But anyway, I'm not going to be recapping that in detail. I'm not going to talk about New Jersey. If you want to hear a recap of The Real Houses of New Jersey, please head on over to the Watch What Crappens podcast. It's a fantastic podcast. If you don't already listen to it, you need to subscribe because those guys are great. It's hosted by Ben and Ronnie. I'm filling in for Ronnie, so I'm recapping The Real Houses of New Jersey with Ben. So please head on over to that if you want the New Jersey recap. And then I'm not going to be talking about Dallas because it came on late on Wednesday night and I didn't get around to it. But I will be talking Orange County. Uh, and then we also have two wonderful guests on the show. The first guest is Heather McMahon, who's a brilliant, funny comedian. If you don't already follow her on Instagram, you have got to go follow her immediately. She is so, so funny. Her Instagram stories are literally legendary. So she's going to come out here and we're going to talk about Real Housewives. And she does these stories on Britney Spears and, and Lindsay Lohan. So we're going to be talking all pop culture things. And then we also have a, a quick interview at the end of the show with T. Kyle, who's another person that you need to be following on social media. He has a new podcast called It's Britney Bitch, speaking of Britney Spears. It's fantastic. Each episode chronicles like the life of Britney Spears throughout one year in her history. So you have forgot to go check that out. It's something great to binge over the Thanksgiving weekend if you're looking for something. Uh, so that'll be later on. Before we get to that, I do want to talk about Orange County. Now, the finale aired this week. And look, there were some things that happened in the finale. Okay, I want to I wanna talk more about the trailer. But before we get to the trailer for the reunion, I want to talk about that finale. So the finale, I thought, was a little bit boring. There was not a lot happening. It had that weird party. It was a femme fatale party that was hosted in the middle of the afternoon. It was, like, bright outside. None of the girls knew how to dress for it. They all were saying they were, like, dressed like hookers. Shannon sort of was in, like, a Corella DeVille jacket. I don't know. I don't know what was going on. Uh, at one point, Emily was, like, you know, stuffing herself into her leather, you know, femme fatale outfit. And I don't know, no one knew what they were doing at this thing, which was weird. 
I did love that any Eddie is no longer hiding his disdain for Shannon. Like he's just openly hating on Shannon. At one point they were riding in the car, it was Eddie, Tamara, and Shannon, and Eddie just looks out the window and he Shannon said something and he goes, ah. like he just sighed so fucking loud. <laughs> he's no longer hiding his complete disgust for Shannon. Like he hates her. And I just think it's so funny that he's just not even trying to mask it at all. It's just it's just clear as day. And I feel like that's how, how we all feel about Shannon lately. It's like every time she says something negative, we all just look out the window like Eddie and we just go, ah. that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Also, it was really funny when they got to the party and Emily's mother-in-law said that Tamara said to Tamara, like, is this your son in regards to Eddie? I rebound that and laugh so fucking hard. You know, you know that that bugged the shit out of Tamara. Like, I am sure that she cried herself to sleep that night. She kind of played it cool at the party. Like, she did bring it up, but you know that night Tamara went home. You know, she either she went back to cut fitness and cried in the locker room uh, underneath the shower head because she was not happy about that. But I loved it. I ruined it a hundred times. We also met Big Dig Daddy from Cincinnati, who was Kelly's date, and I've <laughs> I've met a Big Dig Daddy from Cincinnati a time or two in my life. I went to college in Ohio. I am from the Cleveland area, so I've met a, a Big Dig Daddy from Cincinnati in my lifetime, and I recommend it to all of you. If you have not met a Big Dig Daddy from Cincinnati, I need you to head on over to Cedar Point, which is the theme park over in Cincinnati, Ohio, and you keep on the lookout for one, and you'll find one, because those Midwestern boys, there's no one better. Truly no one better. And this guy was so hot. He was so hot, and I want you all to find your own Big Dick Daddy from Cincinnati. Ask for it for Christmas, write a letter to Santa. (laughs) This weekend, write a, a Christmas list, a letter to Santa, and put it in the mail, and just write number one, Big Dick Daddy from Cincinnati. And hopefully you'll get one for Christmas, because we all deserve a ride on that. <laughs> I want you to go to the mall and sit on Santa's lap, and when Santa asks, what do you want for Christmas? You say, I want a big dick daddy from Cincinnati to sit on my face, or I want to sit on his face. That's what I want you to say to Santa this Christmas. <laughs> Mariah needs to remix. All I want for Christmas is you is a big dick daddy from Cincinnati, quite frankly. But I loved meeting him. And the episode ended, it was really funny, it ended with, Kelly saying that later on she was going to get wet. She said, later on I'll be wet. And when I saw Big Dick Daddy from Cincinnati, I was wet back at home watching. So I was excited for Kelly. But the uh, the finale was boring to me. And the last few episodes have been boring. And I feel bad because I've been hating on Orange County so much lately. And I don't want to. I just want this to be good. And fortunately, the trailer for the reunion legit looks fantastic. I watched it and I was saying to myself, like, I can never quit these women. Because right when I think I'm off board, they, I get right back on. You know, they pull me back on board. And I saw this trailer and I just thought, oh my god, it looks so fucking good. We open with all this B-roll of, like, you know, the outside of the studio. And we see, you know, shoes lined up. And right when I see, like, the picture of the shoes all lined up, I thought, oh my god, I'm back in. And I love that Andy, it looked like Andy came to California for this reunion where... Normally, lately, he's been having all the women come to New York, which back in the day, do you remember, he would always fly to wherever the reunions were. So he'd be like, you know, he'd fly to Dallas and he'd be like, we're coming to you, you know, from the Roundup Saloon in Dallas for the reunion of Real Houses of Dallas, which 
Also, now that I'm thinking about it, why haven't we filmed a reunion at the Roundup? <laughs> there was no reason we shouldn't have had a reunion at the Roundup, um, now that I'm saying it. But lately, I feel like, you know, he's been having everyone fly to New York, and we've been doing the reunions in New York. But this one, it seemed like he was in California. Gosh, I would really love a Roundup reunion. Andy could, you know, get his sucked after the reunion, like like uh, Leanne said Carrie's husband Mark did. You know, she knows the boys who did it. She could hook up Andy. I think we need to film one at the Roundup. <laughs> oh, I'll never forget Leanne behind that doctor room door just saying, he gets his dick sucked at the Roundup. I know the boys who did it. I chills. I'm doing an impression of it, and I'm getting chills. But we see backstage, so that, that trailer for the Orange County reunion opens with Emily's hugging someone, Jeannie's, Jean, Jeannie? Gina's walking up, she's walking down the hallways, and she sees like a star on the doorway, and she's like, ooh, a star. I predict this is Gina's last reunion. Maybe I'm wrong, but I predict that Gina's not going to have a very exciting reunion. I think Emily's bringing it. I think we've seen from the trailer that Emily really like seems to bring it. She has a couple moments in that reunion trailer, but Gina seems to not really have anything. So I don't know, you guys. I don't know. It might be Gina might be one and done. She might be one and done. And she seems like a great woman. I, I feel like I'm hating on Gina so much. She seems great, but not for this. She seems great for Opera Ski. <laughs> she seems great for one of those one, one season wonder Bravo shows, but not for the long haul. We see backstage, Tamara just brought a bunch of hair. She's given out hair like it's a trick-or-treat at Halloween. <laughs> She's just got mounds and mounds of hair. So we see them getting ready. Vicky says she slept in her makeup. What's going on with Vicky this season, you guys? It seems like she's on so much Xanax the whole time. I mean, she's referenced taking Xanax a bunch on camera, and I don't know what she's taking, but it seems like something's going on with Vicky, where she seems either bored or tired or sleepwalking through the whole season. I mean, she slept in her makeup? Like, what's going on? So then we see them on the stage, and Shannon, she says on stage at the reunion, she says, what's that saying I'm famous for? I'm done. And I don't like when the housewives reference their catchphrases. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, uh, do you remember when Dorinda was like, clap, clap? It's like, I don't want Dorinda talking about how she said clip, clip. You know, I liked when she did it, but then it's like, I don't need to see her being like, oh yeah, remember when I did that clip, clip? And then you see on her Instagram, it's like clip, clip mugs and clip, clip. I think Dorinda even came out with clip, clip dinnerware, you know, plates and stuff. It's like, I don't need to see it. I don't need to see that. But Shannon's like, what's that saying I'm famous for? <laughs> That was a bad Shannon. That was not a good Shannon. Wait, let me try to do my Shannon impression. Let me <laughs> let me try to call on God for it. Uh, I don't have a core. <laughs> you will all see the truth. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I do that, that Shannon impression way too much. I apologize. Then we see on stage, we, say Kelly, we see Kelly say that Vicky's like a fart, silent but deadly. <laughs> Kelly's an all-star this season. Oh, my God. That line. <laughs> Vicky is like a fart. Silent but deadly. Ah, perfection. (laughs) Then there's accusations of Vicky getting a butt lift. Tamara says it happened. Vicky says it's the hidden secret of the OC, which Andy replies, I don't think it's a secret. (laughs) I need a side-by-side, like I need a before and after photo of Vicky's backside to see if she got a butt lift, because I can't tell. We keep hearing about it. We saw a little bit when they were in Jamaica of Vicky's butt, but it's like, we need, I need a before and after, like a Weight Watchers photo. I need to see it to see if it's true, if it really happened. Then we see backstage, Emily has a binder, okay? And now I did my detective work. I turned on my Angela Lansbury um, 
hat I put on my Angela Lansbury hat and I did some detective work. I paused on this binder. So this binder, it says RHOC Reunion 13 binder. And then it says underneath, it says Emily Simpson. Now, a lot of questions. First of all, did she have to write her name on it? Like, was she worried about it getting lost or something? (laughs) She brought it in. So I feel like she did not need to write her name on it, but she did regardless. Then we see it opened, and we see one page sheet from the inside of this binder. I paused it, and you guys, I, I zoomed in. I tried to brighten the photo. Like, I did everything I can to read this one page that we saw from the inside of the binder. And I can't make heads or tails out of it. So this one page that we saw from Emily Simpson's reunion binder, at the top of the page, it says Sarah, S-A-R-A. It says Sarah, and then there are three tweets. Okay? The tweets are, the name of the person who tweeted the three tweets is blurred. But we do see at the top of the page, Sarah, and underneath Sarah, it was like a, it was like a squiggly cartoon line, like under, it was underlined. (laughs) I don't know. Emily was like also doing like craft work in this book. It was like there was decoupage and stickers and stuff. It was like very bizarre. But underneath Sarah was like a it was Sarah was underlined in like a very artistic way. <laughs> I I don't know. I just was picturing like Emily like putting stickers in the book and like, you know, really going all out and doing just some craft work with this binder. But it said Sarah, and then the three tweets were as follows. The first one was Look at these drunk grannies. Okay, that was tweet number one. Tweet number two was, I hope that blank figures that out. So it was, I'm hoping that blank figures that out. Blank was blurred. So I don't know who it was in reference to, but it was, I'm hoping that blank figures that out. Tweet number three was, Real Houses of Orange County, Emily is such a great addition. Why didn't she full-on replace one of the blonde trinity? So Emily is such a great addition. Why didn't she full-on replace one of the blonde trinity? Blonde holy trinity, I'm sorry. Why didn't she replace one of the blonde holy trinity? So I'm reading into this and I'm thinking, whose tweets did she save? It must be, Sarah must be someone that is on Team Vicky Tamara Shannon, right? Because why else would Emily print these tweets and bring them to the reunion? It doesn't make any sense. And who is the Sarah? I was thinking, isn't Ryan Tamara's son's like either wife or former wife or whatever named Sarah? I thought, was that? That Sarah? Is that who that's referenced to? I don't know, you guys. But I'm excited to find out. And then how many other people does Emily have tweets from in this fucking binder? You know? Is my tweets going to show up at this reunion? Like, who knows? Where does it end? Someone named Sarah. It looked like a pretty full binder. Also, those tweets, they don't seem that, like, defamatory. So I thought, what are we getting here? Like, what are we, what is she bringing these in for? They don't seem that exciting. But so that leads me to believe that They must be from someone exciting. Do you know what I'm saying? So the tweets aren't that exciting, but they must be from someone exciting. So then we see Emily say, my goal is to not threaten or kill anyone. Because earlier in the season, do you remember when she was like, I will kill you! (laughs) She was like a Midwestern Leon Locke. I will kill you! To uh, Kelly Dodd. Now, I said back then that that's going to get Emily a second season. I truly believe that. I still do. Now, I learned something from this reunion trailer, and that is, Emily said, it's only a threat if the other person reasonably thinks they will get killed. So Kelly Dodd says to Emily, like, remember when you threatened to kill me? And then Emily says, it's only a threat if you reasonably think you'll get killed. And then Shannon chimes in, and Emily screams at Shannon, she says, I'm not talking to you! And, 
You guys, Emily's getting a second season from all of this. She seems like she came to play. Gina does not. I truly believe that. Then we see Andy backstage with Tamara. Andy says to Tamara, I never know what to expect from you. Sometimes you give us a lot of good craziness at the reunion. Sometimes you're more reserved. Then it cuts to them on stage. Tamara says to Shannon that she's always playing the victim, and I believe this to be true. Then we see backstage Vicky's on FaceTime with Brianna. Now, I've been wanting to see Brianna all season. We haven't gotten not a glimpse of her. We've heard Vicky talk about her briefly, but we haven't got a glimpse of Brianna until this moment. I was so thrilled to see her. Also, I'm <laughs> there's a radio commercial that plays in LA here that right when the radio commercial comes on, it's like this woman just this very basic woman just going, Brianna, you tripping girl. And so every time I think about Brianna from Orange County, I think of that radio commercial of this woman just being like, Brianna, you tripping girl. And <laughs> I'm not sure that how that's relevant to this recap, but I had to share. I mean, I would love it if Vicky would just say to Brianna, Brianna, you tripping girl. <laughs> but Brianna, so stupid. Brianna says to Vicky, who are you going to fight with today? Vicky says, hopefully no one. Then we cut to Vicky fighting with everyone. She <laughs> she says to Kelly, you're a loud mouth. Kelly says back to Vicky, you have a big ass mouth. And then Vicky says, well, I don't do cocaine. Sorry. Wow. You guys, when this happened, I got goosebumps. I stood up and cheered. I was, I, I was first of all, on the edge of my seat. I saw that. Stood up and cheered, clapped. I got so excited because this has become one of my new favorite housewives tropes is one of the women accusing one of the other women of cocaine. Now, we saw Lisa Renna do it flawlessly to Dorit when she said, were people doing coke in your bathroom? And now we're seeing it here at this reunion. I'm in love. I hope we see more of it. I think this is a trope that will live on. And look, I don't know who does or doesn't do cocaine, but I would imagine that 50% of the housewives, allegedly, in my mind, that's what I've decided, 50% probably do do cocaine. <laughs> that's the number that I've come up with that I believe to be true. I think, I, I don't know. I love seeing these accusations though, because it's like, it's so juicy. And you could see Kelly was like, didn't know what to say. She said, I don't do cocaine either. Wow. This was good. I like stood up and clapped. I was like, more of this. Like, this is what was missing from the season. You know, like Rena at least did it during the season. Do you remember that season of Beverly Hills was so boring? And then Rena got to that dinner in Hong Kong or wherever the fuck they were. And she just goes, hey, Dorit, were people doing coke in your bathroom? And that, you know what, that really brought us the season. That brought that season home. Because that season was boring, but then Rena brought it. And I wish this cocaine accusation from Vicky to Kelly Dodd would have been throughout the season, but it wasn't. It was at the reunion. At least Vicky threw it out there. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Vicky has been sort of Xanaxed sleeping through this whole season. but. She gave us something here in the reunion, so I'm excited about that. Then we see Gina backstage. Gina says, they've never really seen the New York Gina. She says it in that, like, they've never really seen the New York Gina. I don't know. I can't do a Gina. (laughs) I can't do a Gina. They've never really seen a New York Gina. (laughs) They've never really seen that. But they're going to see a New York Gina. I'm going to give it to them. <laughs> My Gina is not great, but they've never seen it. I'm going to show them, Andy. <laughs> Get my casita. Do you want to come to my casita? 
Who wants to come over to my casita? Okay, you guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that. Then she yells at, then it's cut to Gina on stage. She yells at Jan, you are an open book of bullshit. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I need to be cut up. I'm drinking a Capri Sun and they, they're making me crazy. Capri Suns make me insane. <laughs> I'm going to start getting accusations. Like, are you doing Coke? And it's like, no, I'm doing an organic Capri Sun. <laughs> You're an open book of bullshit. Okay. That's my Gina. Anyway. Then it's revealed that Shannon and Tamara are not speaking anymore. Shannon says to Tamara, it's like you can dish it, but you can't take it. And then then Tamara says, this is why I can't tell you anything. Which is very much shades of Tamara saying at one of those reunions in the past when she said, that's my opinion. You know, it was like a lesser version of that. So Tamara, you know, I need her to get back on her A-game. Then we see Kelly talking to Emily about Shane. Do you remember she had that fight with Shane where she said, I'll murder you or whatever? Uh, Kelly says, you need to get your bitch under control. And I think she's saying that to Emily about Shane. And then Kelly does some impression work that is flawless. Kelly starts doing an impression of what I think is either, it's either Shane or Emily. I'm not even clear which it was, but I loved every second of it. I was watching it and I was thinking, we need to get Kelly on Saturday Night Live. We need to get Kelly Dodd on a Mad TV reboot. I'd like to see her take some Groundlings classes, get her at Second City. You know, she should be doing some character monologues somewhere on a stage. (laughs) I love Kelly doing these little impressions. I've never seen Kelly do impressions before. Daryl Hammond was shook, frankly, and it was fantastic TV. I was laughing so, so hard. And then, of course, the drama ramps up even more, and they do that thing where they're counting down. It's like the stage hand being like, five, four, three, and in between... It's like Gina being like, I got my heart broken. T- <laughs> I can't do I don't know if I could do the Gina anymore. She says, I got my heart broken too. <laughs> then they're like, four, three. And then Kelly's backstage and she's like, can you give me a fucking minute? And she's yelling at the camera guy. And then they're like, two, one. And then it ends with Andy asking all of the women. He says, do any of you seriously think she has a drinking problem? Then we see a shady close-up of every one of the women's faces, and then we see Shannon say, I'm not selfish. I'm not crazy. I'm not an alcoholic. And my question to you is, is she all of those things? I leave that up to you to decide. (laughs) I'm not an expert. But I do know that I'm very excited for this reunion. I cannot wait. I think it looks fantastic. And again, they brought me right back in, whether I wanted to or not. I'm very excited. That's the Orange County Reunion trailer. And I want to bring out Heather McMahon, and we're going to chat about all things. We'll talk about Housewives, we're going to talk about Britney Spears, all sorts of pop culture stuff. So before we bring out Heather, I want to say please find me on social media, at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Please join the Everything Iconic Facebook group. I want to thank Samsung Technologies for sponsoring this show. And if you want to support this podcast, and if you want bonus episodes, please head on over to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Everything Iconic. And if you click the Become a Patron button, you could donate $4 or more per month, and your money helps to support this podcast and make this podcast, and then you also get access to all of the bonus episodes. So there's Real Houses of New Jersey recaps, Real Houses of New York recaps, other bonus stuff. And again, I'm sorry for keep mentioning that, but I have to do it. So if you're feeling, if you're feeling generous this holiday weekend, please head on over to Patreon, because it really, truly helps me make this show. That's it. Uh, without further ado, I want to bring out Heather McMahon, and then uh, we'll We'll talk to T. Kyle later. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire, and you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. Uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Ah, oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. But Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. Okay, guys, I'm here with Heather McMahon. You guys know her from her iconic Instagram account. Heather, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm a little raspy. So, um, I, you know, I hit it hard last night. So, <laughs> so I sound like a real hardcore truck driver today. So just bear with me. Right. Yeah. I hit it hard, too. Like, and I don't normally hit it hard. And so I was last night I was out and I was drinking with some friends and I was thinking I should be more prepared for this. But I kept consoling myself by saying, you know, it's Heather. She's chatty. I feel like we'll be good. Oh, we're going to be great. We're going to talk about everything. I, I'm like so excited for this. I actually do my best work hungover. Me too. Oh my I, God, me too. Because there's like no inhibitions. You're just like, honestly, let's just like, let's just gab and you goss. You just don't give a fuck. Right, exactly. So tell me about your Instagram account. You do a lot of characters on there. And you're, I would say you're, you're kind of most known for your like Britney 911 thing. Is that correct? Well, Britney 911 is kind of what took me viral. Um, I've been doing characters and comedy forever, but it was just kind of this like whirlwind moment where I started talking about Britney and how I can't believe that nobody else is talking about her. Um, and then a lot of people just like, that's when my DMs started to get flooded and they were just like, wow, this is insane. We've been feeling the same way for years and we've just never said anything. Right. So we've all been secretly sitting at home thinking about Britney and now we're just 
actually like, you know, bringing awareness to it. Right, right. So tell yeah. me about what what are you bringing awareness to? Like what the fuck is going on? With her? Like the yeah, Instagram what the fuck account? is going on? Like literally this happened like four, four or five months ago and I was just hung over on a Sunday, my typical, you know, and um, <laughs> my resting, yeah, my yeah. resting place on Sunday, right? right. Yes. Getting the Sunday scaries. <laughs> and I was just scrolling through Instagram and I saw Brittany and I, what really triggered me was like looking at all the different celebrities that would get, that would just um, fill up her comments and the things that they would say that were super encouraging. But I was like, why are y'all acting like this behavior is normal? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what, and I just mentioned it on Instagram and then it just kind of went viral. Like people were like, Heather, we've been thinking the same thing. Like we talk about it in our like, you know, private friend group. Yeah. And we're so glad that you brought this to light. But now it's weird. People send me messages and they're like, you have to save her. You have to save her. I'm like, I can't like, save her. <laughs> it's a team effort. Guys. Like we all have to figure it yes, out. Yeah, we yeah. all have to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, the name of this podcast, it's called everything iconic. And the reason is because I was online and she had posted a picture of corn. Brittany posted a picture just of corn. You know yeah. that I, infamous corn just the, just the corn just corn it was like cl- clearly a google image search of yes corn. and there were so many comments underneath it that were that p- people just saying iconic iconic and i thought like it was just so i loved it from just like an earnest perspective i love that people were just celebrating that britney was posting a picture of corn she loves they- <laughs> middle america things you know <laughs> it was just like so many people just saying iconic and i was like oh my god this is this is insane that we're all and engulfed and and we're so um, impressed by this picture of corn that she posted that right a google <laughs> google image sort and i love britney i truly do i've always loved britney we all do and that's right. the thing is my concern really came out of like i've been a super fan forever and that and that's been interesting is people have always responded to me saying heather we feel the same way like even her like crazy super super fans they feel the same way so it's not like it's a gossipy thing we're all right. kind of like yeah, you're what's trying, happening you're not trying you're not coming from a place of like of meanness no yeah it's like she's sending us a message and i think <laughs> she is she's sending us a message and through a lot of her instagram i like to break it down but then like so is Lindsay lohan so right. is tara reed when people act very erratic in public and i think like you know it's it's kind of that like telltale sign like they're trying to send you a message yeah. you know um you mentioned Lindsay lohan who else needs a 911 like you who else do we think needs an eye? Well, Tara Reed, 100%. Yeah. She's pushing her shark by Tara Reed. Um, <laughs> that perfume. That perfume. Oh, my God. And she's been, like, wasted. And I can't tell if it's a mixture of, like, allegedly, I have to say. Like, a mixture yeah. of, like, uppers and downers on, you know, like, KTLA, like, doing all these, like, morning shows. Oh, my God. Did, I saw that KTLA appearance, the interview. Yes. With the, are you talking about the one where it was, like, there were, like, sharks behind her? Like, yes. cartoon stuff. And yes. It was, like, the best interview I've ever seen in my life. But she's talking about her perfume in it. Yes. What does it smell like for people who can't smell you like I can? Um, it's like very, uh, it's very light, uh, okay. like day-to-day wear, um, kind of little citrusy, lavender. Ooh. Um, it's really pretty. Nice notes. Yeah, it's really, okay. It's light and people like it. And did you see the one that she's doing? I think it might have been in New York when she was promoting the Sharknado movie that she did with the guy from 90210. Ian Zierin. Yes. Ian Zierin. Yes. And she, in the middle of him getting interviewed, just says, like, she's like, I've got seven movies coming out next year. And he is so pissed. Like, in the middle of them asking about, like, his kids or something. It was so bizarre. So that kind of, like, very um, brazen, erratic behavior to me is just, like, people saying, hey, I'm over here. What's good? Somebody call me out on the pills. Right, right, right. right. Also, I feel like Tara Reid's been giving us those signals for years. She really has. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I was thinking is there's a couple people that I think are giving us like 911 signals. And one of them is a man. I feel like we need to explore Ryan Phillippe. Are you familiar with him? I 
very familiar with him and his body. He's a cutie. Yes. Oh, he's stunning. Yeah, yeah. He's stunning looking. And his body, he looks literally like 18. But I feel like it's a 911 call because I'm like, first of all, he's like older now. If you follow him on Instagram, like it's kind of bizarre. His Instagram's a little right. artsy, weird, like, yes. Trying to be like, and I'm not trying to age shame, like do whatever you want to do at whatever age, but it feels a little young, a little something's happening there. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, listen, between you, me and the lamppost, you know, could you imagine if Reese is your ex? No. It's kind of like Will Arnett. Like no. I adore Will Arnett, but Amy Poehler's his ex, like these strong power playing women, yeah. you know, who are kind of. Kicking ass, taking names. You know, I read uh, Reese Witherspoon's book, Whiskey in a Teacup. Have you seen it? Uh, I haven't read it yet, but I adore her. It's batshit insane. Like, it doesn't make any sense because it's just... No one, no one else besides Reese would have gotten this book made because it's just a mix of, like, random thoughts and stuff. Yeah. But I was reading it, like, with a monocle on doing my detective work and trying to find any trace of Ryan Phillippe. None. Because she... N- not a single trace. And she mentions, like, Halloween's with Ava and um, the Deacon. boy Deacon. And it's just... She just, like... She skips past all of Ryan, and I'm just reading into that. I'm like, where's Ryan? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when I think about like my exes, um, I like to talk about them constantly just because I find so much joy in like knowing that they're like doing so poorly. So no matter how famous I get, I will always like literally post photos of like the guys that I dated in college and be like, look at him, you know? I don't know. Then like when my current boyfriend met one of my exes, I thought, I don't know why I had this like idea that he was going to like try and fight him. You know what I mean? Be like, look at what I got. I'm like, I'm dating Heather. And they met at a wedding and literally they were like having drinks together. And I was like, Jeff, like, what are you doing? And he's like, Heather, look at this guy. He looks terrible. His girlfriend's ugly. Like, are you worried about this? I was like, no, I just like in my mind, I thought he was going to like beat him up for some reason. Right. right. I don't know why. One of my, I'm a psycho. (laughs) One of my exes just got married and like, I haven't talked to him for at least eight years right but i was like i was looking at wedding pictures like i was can't believe i wasn't invited to this wedding right (laughs) right right right. of course i wasn't a fucking invited to the wedding. right right um also i think you do you follow do you follow all the housewives um on instagram or i mean just in general general. yes here's the thing though with that um housewives franchises i have become so disconnected with jersey and even OC this year. Right. And OC is my favorite. Yeah. I'm like OG, OC, New York, Beth Hills. Right. And OC was not giving it to me. So I want to get into I want to get into all the housewives. But before I do, I want to say that I think Kelly Ben Simone's social media presence, I don't know if you follow it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> she is forever the What's most happening? iconic. <laughs> right. What is going on with her Instagram presence? It's like she does these videos that she does this series. It's called like the sales meeting. And it's like, yeah. I don't think they're for anyone. Like I think- No. It's just her like doing a spiel to her doing a spiel. And they're usually like just so generic. It's like just her in a house and she's like, we're at this property, but there's no real like details. So you're like, well, this isn't like funded by any real estate company or anything. Like you're just doing it on your own. Yes. And I have like flashbacks to when Bethany would call her out on shit and be like, Kelly, these these like arguments that you're making don't even make sense. Like yeah. Kelly was one of those people who was so neurotic. It was on another planet. Right. And my favorite thing, especially what you post is when you take the clips of Kelly and Bethany <laughs> fighting. And I'm like, this is the most iconic fight. Oh, they're so, so good. I mean, she gave us so much good TV and none of it made a lick of sense. And that's why I always say Kelly, I know people hate her or whatever, but that's why I think she was such a great housewife is because like you could not predict where she was going to go like even you could not predict her allegiances or like anything that was going to come out of her mouth it was just like no clue what was going to happen yeah it was 
exactly. You, it was just a shit show all the time. And then when she tried to pick fights with the other housewives, that's why like Bethany is so quick with her words. Like, I feel like Bethany and I would vibe, but if we ever got in a fight, I would just sit in the corner and like hysterically cry. You know what I mean? Because I just can't. I can't think on my feet like that. Even though I'm a comedian, I'd be like- I feel like you could think on your feet like that. Well, here's the thing. I can think on my feet in any situation except confrontation because I'm a Pisces and I just like want everybody to get along. So even- Like literally somebody could like murder my whole family and then I'd be like, you were having a bad day. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I forgive you. So in those, I really like get anxiety when I watch Bethany go like one-on-one with people because I think in my mind I'm smart enough, but then I'm like, I probably would just shut down. Yeah. And Kelly would always shut down, but she would shut down, but also still say psychotic things. It was just this whole weird whirlwind of- emotion it was amazing um i'm a libra and so i feel like if somebody were to fight me like bethany like i would apologize to like they would like call me an asshole or something i'd be like i'm sorry like yeah. just apologize yeah yeah, yeah. i want to talk about your impressions too you do an ina yeah it's so fucking funny what yeah. do you love about her um i just love that she is so regal and so fabulous but she just like lives her truth in the garden i should yeah not that there's another <laughs> yeah well okay literally I did not know. And my mom's like a gourmet <laughs> chef and has loved her forever. I did not know that that was her name. I thought it was Barefoot Contessa in a garden, <laughs> even though it's spelled G-A-R-T-E-N. I was like, oh, it's like French or something. She's like barefoot in a garden. And then literally one of my friends is like, no, Heather, that's her name. And my whole world was just like shook. Yeah. Didn't know. You did, did you dress up as her for Halloween or was it like a- Yes. No, I dressed up as her for Halloween. And the funny thing is I'm, um, my boyfriend's name is Jeffrey. And, um, so it's just like, it's just very fitting. And when I put the wig on, like I can, I have one of those very, um, I don't know my face. I can look like a lot of people, but when I put that wig on to be her, it was like, oh my God, this is who I've been all along in my life. And I'm just like finally stepping into the light. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. Yeah. I was, I watched like a character reel on your YouTube. Yeah. Right. So oh, that's about. so old. Yeah, I know, but I love it. But also, they all feel like they're kind of, and even your Instagram characters too. I feel like they're all trying to hold it together. Always, it's like a, it's like a very Valerie Cherish thing. And honestly, that is the best compliment you could ever give me. <laughs> She's the because best. she is the dream. Yeah, are you kidding me? Like. Yeah. Yeah, it's all happening. Um, it's my Valerie. Cher- the comeback's my all-time favorite show. Like more than mine anything too. else. Like the absolute best. So iconic, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Everything about Lisa Kudrow and that character and the just that is the best show ever. It's yeah. perfect. I mean, here's the thing: there's a kind of a through line and a reoccurring theme with all the characters I do. I love to do characters who are overly confident because I feel like that's kind of who I am in my life. I've always walked around the world being like, "I got this, I got this," until I don't. So I'm not like a lot of people um, are kind of the opposite. Where I just always have been fake it till you make it, but that's all these characters. They're like strong women who like kind of pretend like they know what they're doing, but they have no idea. You know, or they're like kind of like a shit show, which is really truly who I am inside, you know? And that's every housewife too. Like on these shows. It's like every single one is trying to keep it together. Let's talk about the housewives. So you mentioned Orange County. You're not liking it this season. I'm not either. I'm not into this. No, season. Gina, gotta go. That casita, I can't look at it anymore. I can't. It's not a house. It's not a casita. <laughs> it's a dorm. It's a literal, it's an actual dorm. Yeah. She had like green solo cups in the corner. It's like too much to look at. Yeah. Well, it's so funny. That's why I really, truly loved Heather Dubrow because she's giving you that more money than you even know what to do with kind of vibe. That's why I love New York. And that's why I love Beverly Hills because they're actually the rich ones. You know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay, if you want to show, you want to have a show about these women who just have nothing better to do than to brunch and lunch and do their thing. 
well, then I want to see the rich ones do it, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't need to see. But also, it's like, if, if Gina was, like, super entertaining or something, I'd be like, fine, I'll look at it. I don't care right. that she's not wealthy, but it's like, she's not giving us much of anything. No. Um, what about Beverly Hills? Are you excited for the upcoming season? Have are you been you following, like, the... Me? Okay, Lisa Renna and Erica Jane are goals for life. I um have met Lisa Renna a couple times. She's the most wonderful person. Yeah. I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. Like the energy she gives on the show is literally the energy she has in person. Yeah. And I put on my vision board for this year that I really wanted to meet Erica Jane. Like I want to be friends with her. Have you met Erica Jane? No, it hasn't happened yet, but the year's not over. Right. (laughs) Um, and I just want a creative director. Like the fact that she has one is just great. You know, (laughs) I want a creative director to like style me before I go to Trader Joe's. Like I want to be on that level. Um, to me, the Beverly Hills, franchise has just stepped up the glam to such another level um that it's very hard for like these other franchises and i'm from atlanta atlanta's gone downhill like candy's the only one and i I mean i always love nini but candy's the only one who's like really killing it you know so who's who's your all-time favorite housewife do you have one well i have a love hate um kim zolciak forever Mm. Because um controversial pick. Very yes, it is a very controversial pick. But it's because every time she would come on the show, the way that she would stir the pot and her relationship with Nini, that's iconic. That's a real like that is O O O G. And they're friends now again. Like just in recent like after last season when Kim came back, it looked like they would never speak again. Like right. Nini famously said, The door is closed. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and then the door went open again because Nini was just recently on I don't know where it was. It was like Watch What Happens Live or something, but she said Kim reached out after Greg was diagnosed and then and it was like they were friendly again. They want to just get to old times where right. they smoke. I wish cigs. and I wish they would. I do too. That's what I want. I was so upset last season when Kim came back because I was so excited about it, and then it felt right. like a letdown. Right. But I just feel like if Kim came back in a way that was, she was just in it, I want her to be nice to Nini. Like, Me too. I, I don't want them to fight. I want those two to just, like you said, smoke a cigarette. Yeah. I love when a housewife smokes a cigarette, oh, too, on best. camera. That's why, okay, Dorinda. So, okay, Kim is like my OG where I will always love seeing her on camera, but Sonia is my favorite of all time. Sonia has no filter. I like Sonia is goals for me. You know what I mean? Sure. Just um, the way that she just always like rejuvenates her vagina and like talks about it. And then like, we don't know if she has money, but she does have money, but she's like, like her townhouse is a mess. But really Dorinda smoking cigarettes in Cartagena or Bogota, Uh. wherever they were was the best. Oh my God. And that clown makeup, her makeup was like all smeared. I know. And it's like, they have to be really fucked up to smoke up on camera. Very fucked up. It's like, Dorinda was in a dark place at that moment. She really and she was. was finally willing to just like her makeup fully smeared, smoking yeah. a cig. And you won't see that on Beverly Hills. No, or, never. Or any of the other franchises. But like New York, the girls get so fucked up. They're all, I like that they're single. Yeah. And Erica Jane's always so put together because I read that she like doesn't drink on the show. She, does she drink in real life? She does drink in real life, but she was so smart to never get drunk on camera, which see, that's why if I ever got put on a fr- like a Real Housewives franchise, I would like to pretend that I wouldn't drink, but you know, I'd just get blackout. You right, know, right. <laughs> I would be Dorinda, plain and simple, you know, <laughs> I, I totally agree. I feel like I would have to, or I would be thinking the whole time, like I'm not entertaining. Mm-hmm. And so then I would just keep drinking, keep drinking until I thought that I was. And then I would just come across like an absolute fucking mess. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> in New Jersey, do you, are you watching... The new season of New Jersey, did you like New Jersey in the past? Have you followed I used up? to love New Jersey when it was like Caroline, you know, and Dina. And I'm still upset that like, and Jacqueline, 
I'm upset that they're all fighting. Um, the new season does nothing for me. We were talking about this before we started recording. Uh, Teresa, what do you make of her and Joe, Juicy Joe, staying together? Like, It's got to go. Yeah. Time to go, honey. You did your time, and you still came out with your head up high, and now he's doing his time. He's getting sent to Italy, and you know, I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, but everyone's acting like, oh, he's getting deported to Italy. I'm like, I go to Italy like every two years for the most fabulous vacation ever, okay? You're going back to like one of the greatest places with the greatest food. It's not like you're going to Uzbekistan or like a war-ridden country. It's Italy. Everybody eats pasta and drives like cute little like smart cars and like relaxes all day. Right. I mean, he is being separated from his family, and like, I don't understand how we're we're all pretending. They can visit. <laughs> we're it's all fine. pretending though that they're this is a real marriage. Right. <laughs> it's like what's going on? Like, it's not a real he marriage. Sent her to prison, and then she did her time, and now they haven't seen each other for years because they right. were, you know, uh, <laughs> they're switching off prison sentences. Right. And then. Now he's being deported. It's like, and she's still saying they're going to stay together. I'm like, you're not. Why are you staying together? Like, that's problematic. That's a cry for help. Somebody needs to step in and say, yeah, what are you doing? I was done with Joe when they all took that trip. Was was it to like Sonoma or Napa? And he said the C word. And he said the C word and he was hiding in the friggin' vineyard. He's disgusting. I'm done with him. Goodbye. Juicy Joe. Got to go. He's just not a good person. And it's like, there's, I don't. I want the best for Teresa. I want Teresa to just like get rid of him, like find a nice man in Jersey. Like it's also so surprising when all of like, you know, you have the lady in Potomac who got into the trouble with um, not paying their taxes. If you're on television, you got to pay your taxes. Like my dad always taught me, there's two people you fear, the mom and the IRS. They're the exact same level of power. So you just pay your taxes. You're just like, do, you know, you're not going to go on television and show how much money you have. And then like, you know, Forget to pay the government. I get terrified every year. I pay my taxes every year, but I like I I'm scared of the IRS. It's like I always want to pay my taxes. I don't right. get it. I don't. Get I mean, this. I'm technically like a ward of the state financially, <laughs> so I'm like, you can come for me, but I don't know what you're gonna get. But you know, like I'll, I'll show you everything. Do you watch um, Vanderpump Rules? Okay, this is a very like sensitive subject with all my friends. <gasps> I've never watched The Bachelor. People love it, and I just am like. As a feminist, I just cannot, and I know people are like, Heather, you're a comedian, get over it. But I just, the whole bachelor, I can't. However, Vanderpump Rules is something that I hadn't watched ever. And I recently got into it. <gasps> oh. Do you love it? It's insane. Yeah. They're psychotic. Right. It is the trashiest thing. It is trashier than Jersey Shore. It is trashier than like old episodes of the real world. It's insane. But right. literally, um, so I think it's Kristen. Yes, Crazy Kristen. Yeah. So I'm still like learning everybody's names. Kristen lives um, down the street next to one of my girlfriends here in West Hollywood. And I was house-sitting for her. And I would literally see Kristen wasted every single night. And I didn't know who it was. <laughs> and finally asked my girlfriend, Alicia. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's Kristen from Vanderbump Rules. And I was like, oh, shit. This woman <laughs> is really wasted all the time. Like I literally bumped into her walking into my building every night. So. I think they are exactly like they seem on TV. Yeah, um, I'm so glad you're liking it. It's like one of the best shows. It's one of those things where I was like, this show is so trashy, I can't, and now I'm obsessed. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm literally starting at the beginning. Yeah. So I'm getting into all of it. I'm uh, so far behind. Throughout the years, they've given us so much. Uh, what else do you watch on TV? Do you watch any scripted stuff? Like, what do you like? Well, like the comeback. Veep is my favorite show, uh, too. I love those good HBO, like super, super, super funny shows. What else? I okay, I can't watch Handmaid's Tale. And I know no, it, me it's, either. I, I know it's either. amazing, but- yeah. it, the world is already too dark. Yeah. I cannot watch anything dark. I need to live yeah. in the light. 
You know, a hundred percent. I'm too emotionally unstable. Like I, if I watch anything like too dark this time of year, I have the Hallmark channel on all yes, day long. Great. Like I just, because of my mental illness, like I have to keep it on. Yes. It's like seasonal depression is right. such a thing. And my girlfriend, Lacey Chabert is like in all those movies and she's so great. Oh my I God. Just, do you know Lacey? I do know Lacey. <gasps> she's the she best. Wonderful? Queen oh, of she, Hallmark. Yes. Yeah, she's so beautiful and so nice. And just like the nicest, really, truly the kindest person ever. She's been in some classics too. She was in that Mariah Carey one. Yes. Has she told you anything about Mariah? No, she hasn't told me anything. She's very professional. They're um, they're like buddies a little bit. I mean, <laughs> they are. Like she's holding out on me, you know? You need to ask her. I do. I will. Please do. I will. She I was will. In. Mariah directed a Hallmark um Mariah Hallmark directed? She did. She did. She directed. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> she directed one. It was called A Christmas Melody, and she was also in it. She played Lacey's peer. Like, they went to high school together. And it's so, oh my God, Heather, you have wait, to Wait, how this. did they do? Heather, okay, wait, I've never stop, seen this. Wait a minute, stop. wait a minute. How yeah. did they act like that they went to high school exactly. together? Mariah's like <laughs> 63 years old. Mariah, wait, how old is Lacey? Mariah's like in her 45 or something. No, Lacey's our age, like but, mid-30s. Okay. okay, wait, I have a question. Not a question. I have a statement. You have got to go watch it. And please, like, will you Instagram story? Yes, because I will. Because it is, like, it is batshit insane. And Mariah is, like, my ultimate. Like, I love her so, so much. But this movie, Christmas Melody, it's, like, Mariah. <laughs> already so excited. Mariah is, like, lit differently than everyone else in the film. It's, like, she filmed her scenes on, like, a green screen with, like, her own lighting team. Like, not the Hallmark movie lighting team. And then, yes, Lacey. She, Mariah plays, like, a girl, a mean girl that went to high school with Lacey. I mean, it is good. I mean, I'm so so here for it. It's so funny. There's a specific group who you're either like on Team Britney or you're Team Mariah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like the the guys who are into Mariah have been into her since like 83. Yeah. No, I'm part of the, I like a huge Mariah fan. I ask every guest what their favorite Mariah song is. What's your, do you have a favorite? Um, Honey. Honey. I liked that album. Yeah. It was fantastic. The whole Butterfly album is amazing. 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 It was a different vibe. Um, Yeah. I'm, I'm like dying for you to, I feel like I need to see an Instagram story of you watching one of these Hallmark movies. I will absolutely do it. People would love it. I would yeah. love it. <laughs> I will sit in my old Navy pajamas and I will live my truth. Are you familiar with Nikki Blonsky's work? Um, <laughs> do you know who, yes. Do you, know? you mean hairspray, Nikki? Okay, here's the thing. I have something, I don't know if you're where you're about to go with this, but the cameos that she's been doing, they stress me out. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I got put on cameo. Nikki Blonsky 911. <laughs> Nikki Blonsky 911. So somebody had me sign up for Cameo or whatever. They reached out to me. I was like, oh, whatever. This is funny. Because I get asked a hundred times a day, please do a video for my friend's birthday. I was like, let's, I'll just, whatever, do this. I'm on there too, by the way, if anyone okay. wants one. Yeah, yeah. Does anybody want to pay us <laughs> to send us? Yeah, yeah. Please buy us. Please buy us. So um, when I clicked on it, I saw all of her videos and I was shook to my core. She's laying in bed, like literally at the worst angle that would not make, like Heidi Klum would look awful at that angle. And she is so, she's like, so, it's like sad. Like yeah. the cameos are not like, I hope you're having the best birthday ever. Tell your Aunt Lisa I said hi. It's like literally, she's like crying in the bed alone. What are your thoughts on it? Okay, so I had her on this show before and it was a phone interview. It was like scheduled. I reached out to her directly, you know, because right. that was the easiest way. And I had it, she gave me a time, a number, everything. So then I call her at the time, after I confirmed it, I also confirmed the time and everything. Okay. I called her on the phone, and she's like, hello? And I was like, hey, you know, it's Danny, like, we scheduled this through Instagram, like, 
are you are, are you ready to record because she sounded like she wasn't you know ready to and then she goes <laughs> i'm already loving this then she goes oh <clears throat> i'm sick <laughs> no swear to god you can listen i, I aired it <laughs> wait this but, i have to go back and listen to this but so i I think I actually edited out the beginning part and then, but I put it on Patreon. If anyone wants to join my Patreon, yes, it's on yes. there somewhere. Pay that money. <laughs> I know. And I do these like pop culture lightning rounds with people where they're just like quick questions. I'm going to do, I'll do, I'm going to do Nikki Blonsky's pop culture lightning round with you. Yes. Like, so there were the questions like design for Nikki. Great. But we'll just, you'll answer them as Nikki. Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah. Cause I got that voice right now. Also, I literally, my voice is cracking. That's how raspy I am. So I need to apologize to the listeners. No. It sounds like I've been like chain smoking. I haven't. I don't even hit the jewel. And you know, everybody in LA is about the jewel. I just was in a loud bar in Venice. And I just, that's how quickly I can lose my voice. I got it. Let's do this Nikki Blonsky pop culture lightning round. So this Okay, am I answering as Nikki? You can answer however you feel. (laughs) I'll just do this voice. (laughs) Now keep in mind, everyone, these were designed for Nikki. Okay. Okay, so favorite John Travolta movie. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, Was he in Face Off? That's the one. I love, I love the idea of Nikki just watching Face Off. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Clueless or Mean Girls? Are you kidding me? Clueless. Are you a Carrie, Miranda, Samantha, or Charlotte? I'm Samantha. <laughs> Bit wide set vagina. <laughs> the Hills or Laguna Beach? Um, Laguna Beach, baby. <laughs> big or Aiden? Oh, um, f- big. F- favorite memory of working with Amanda Bynes? Honestly, we used to get lit in the trailer. We used to get so wild. So probably those times. Parties. What's, what's, what's it like to make out with Zach Efron? <laughs> um, well, I've honestly it's um I talked to my therapist about it a lot because it's like I peaked at that moment, you know? I can never come back from that. What's your favorite Michelle Pfeiffer movie? Um just the ones where she's just in a slinky dress. What am I even saying? I don't know this voice I'm doing. You, I have no idea. You don't have to do the voice. <laughs> I mean, that she didn't either. Let's be honest. Well, I don't even know. Oh, um, uh, the Paradise one. Dangerous Paradise. Oh, Dangerous Minds. Dangerous, no, dangerous Minds. No, not. Is it Dangerous Gangs- Minds? It was Gangster's Paradise Gangster's was the Paradise. song from Dangerous Minds. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Brittany or Christina? Brittany. Jessica or Ashley Simpson? Ashley. Favorite Mandy Moore song? Candy. Favorite Lindsay Lohan movie? All of them. Sexiest man alive, if you were choosing for People Magazine. Jason Momoa, Call Drago from Game of Thrones. Oh, so sexy. He literally, I saw him on a plane and I texted my boyfriend. I said, I'm going to get arrested. This is my moment. I'm going to like just was attack he beautiful? him. He's like real tall too, isn't he? He's like six nine. Yeah. But he was um we were connecting in Detroit and he had on like a Rastafarian kind of beanie and he literally had like a woven hemp knack- knapsack as his bat carry on. That's sexy. Yeah, he was very patchouli, really like very earthy. Um, favorite? I don't even know why. <laughs> Some of these questions. This was a long time ago. It's okay. Favorite drag queen ever? Do you have a favorite drag queen? Well, the OG RuPaul forever <laughs> sure, and ever. Sure. Nobody will ever compare to her. <laughs> I, don't I don't know why I asked Nikki Blonsky this question either. Tyra Banks or Faith Hill? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, as a Southerner, I'm going to go with Faith Hill. I don't truly don't know why I asked that. Um, favorite Destiny's Child song? Mm, um, not, um, well, I love Survivor, actually. If you could reboot The Simple Life, who would you want to star in present day? Oh, my God. Or who could star? 
Well, okay, you know, Paris and Lindsay hate each other, so maybe Lindsay stars, and then she brings along Amanda Bynes. I'd love that. That, is, need, that would Amanda be needs, uh, Amanda needs a comeback vehicle. She really does. Yeah. Where is she? Just, like, hiding out downtown LA? I think she, like, does schooling or something. Like, does schooling. She does, <laughs> she's in, like, fat and... Um, Fashion. F-I-D-M or whatever. Fit-em. Fit-em. Is yeah. That, is it Fit-em? Yeah, I think I don't so. Know. But, like, could, can we get, like, a taste of her designs? Um, What's your favorite hairspray song? <laughs> To perform. Um, um, oh shit! Why can't it? Um, good morning, Baltimore. Yes, good morning, Baltimore. Yes, yes I yes. hate myself for knowing. That. Yes. What's next? <laughs> this is the last one. What's What's next for Nikki Blonsky? And I want you to answer this as Heather. Okay. What's What's next for Nikki Blonsky? Is you know the cameo business really takes <laughs> off, but we turn it in a more positive Wait. light. But, yeah, and um, Heather, she's making a lot of money on cameo though because I feel who like who is people, asking Nikki Blonsky for cameos? People like us who are doing it for the laughs, like <laughs> right. I, it's right. like I'm gonna buy one when we get off here. Like I right. just want to watch it. Right. I'm just like getting really sad right now because I just I'm so fearful that this is gonna be my career. I don't want to be that old, like that, like middle aged woman who's like on cameos, like in like 2030. Yeah, you do. Just being like literally hysterically crying but like she had success i've had i'm an unemployed actor right. it's different you you speaking of you you just moved in back with your mom you I did. did live out here for a while i lived yes i lived in la and then i went back with my mom Tell us your story my story okay everyone, i was living do you watch the today show yes you know kathleen hoda they have that segment everyone has a story and then kathy has to sing every time it's like, okay, can we do like a remix of the song? Like she sings that sad, slow song. Yeah. Everyone has a story. Yes. What is my story? Well, um, so I was living in LA and where do I even begin? Um, I went back to Atlanta, but it's really industry, uh, or sorry, it's really interesting. The industry has kind of moved to Atlanta because there's so much production there. Yeah, there's a lot of work there. So I was living in LA and every time I had to book a job, I'd have to fly to Atlanta. So I've just been, I was like, I'm from here. So I gave him my apartment and I've been back in Atlanta for a hot second, but I'm really moving to New York. So it was just kind of like a hop, skip and a jump on the way back to New York. And it's been so funny, like being 31 and moving back with my mother. She, it's like, we're both Joan and we're, it's our relationship is Joan and Melissa Rivers, but we're both Joan. Do you know what Interesting. I mean? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She now gets on my Instagram and goes live. She's a star. She's a star. Yeah. She is obsessed with the numbers. Like she'll be like, Heather, you had um only like thirty thousand views on this last story. I'm like, whoa, can you pump the brakes? Like she's <laughs> she is Chris Jenner before Chris Jenner even knew who she was. You sure. know what I mean? Sure. Um, and what's next for you? We talked about what's next for Nikki Blonsky. <laughs> right. You're moving to New York. Would you, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? Because I asked some people on like the Facebook group if they have any questions for you and people are like, when's Heather getting a podcast? Like, so this podcast one. launch has basically become like this thing that I think I should just keep talking about the launch and then actually never launch it. Yeah. Just be like, <laughs> make coming it soon. Ma- give it that much hype. Um, it's coming. Like, the, like Nicole Scherzinger's debut album. Oh my God. <laughs> I used to see it's her. coming at, soon. I used to see her at soul cycle all the time. I love her to death, but it was like, there was eight years there where it was like, a lead single would come out and then the album would never follow. And it was like, it was only released in Australia or something. Yes. And also Nicole was so talented vocally She's stun- yeah, for and, that. And not stunning, to, stunning for that, not to be in like, it. I know it's like shocking to me. Like I love her, but it's like, what happened? How could we not get her success? She was willing to do anything. Like she was literally perfect looking. She has vocal talent and 
she was willing to play the game. Like she would do, whether it be the baby voice or, or right. dressing sexy or like doing the dancing. It was like she was doing anything that they would tell her to do. And somehow it was not happening. I, yeah. Who on her team messed up that deal? Somebody has, I mean, it's somebody fucked it up. They had to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. So hopefully we'll launch the podcast in the new year. You know, it's weird now that when you get like agents and managers, everybody has to take a cut. So I'm literally just waiting for somebody to like, you know, set me up with an intern because Lord knows I don't even know how to like turn on my iPad. Right, right. So um, I just need a little help with that. So I'm just literally waiting on some like cute, fabulous um, young man to like come to my house and like help me. Yeah. I yeah. It's, it's launching because I tried doing it on my own and it was, <laughs> I would just get like knocked down drag out fights with my mom because she would like keep coming <laughs> in the room and be like. What are you doing? Are you done with the podcast? And I'm like, mom, I'm recording. This is my safe space. Shut the fuck up. You know? I love that. Yeah. Heather, please tell everyone where they can find you on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Heather K. Like Kardashian McMahon. Um, that's where you can find me. I and do the most and the least at the same time. Your Instagram stories are so fucking funny. Do you get any backlash from Britney fans or? No. And yeah. it's very interesting. I was so surprised. I thought surely some of these you know, really crazy Britney fans would come out and be like, this is terrible. But literally everyone has felt this way. I mean, I've maybe had like one person say something. 99.9% of it are people completely agreeing and on board. Right. Um, Which, you know, I would never want to like exploit anybody. But, you know, I'm just in this weird space now where people want me to save her. How do we save Britney? How do we do it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I like, I feel, I do feel for Britney because there's, I mean, there's so much going on there, and I love her to death, and I just think, we I don't know, I want everything good for her. I don't know. Anyway, Heather, this was so fun. This was so fun, and I, I'm so sorry. I'm like, literally sound like a 13-year-old boy. Shut, but up, shut up, you sound amazing. We are doing the most and the least, and I just feel so iconic that I'm even here recording with you. Thank you for picking my brain. Thanks for letting me oh my God, I love do you. a Thank really you. terrible impression of Nikki Blonsky. Do you do any other good impressions? <laughs> any yeah. other impressions? Well, I just am really into Kris Jenner. Oh, do uh, sign off with a little question. Okay, um, bye, dolls. Have a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful day. Where's Corey? Corey, charge my vape pen. I need a vodka soda. Kim, Kim, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. <laughs> bye. Uh, wasn't Heather great? I could talk to her forever. She's so fucking funny. Now, I want to play my little interview with T. Kyle, of course, of the It's Britney Bitch podcast. Please check out the podcast if you're looking for something to binge. And we're not going to do the cool down today, but I want to thank you so much for listening. I'm leaving with this interview. We'll be back Monday with a pop dive. I'm super excited for you guys to hear it. And then Thursday, we'll be back recapping Housewives next week. Love you all so much. So please enjoy my all-too-brief phone conversation with T. Kyle. He, of course, created RealityTVGifts.com. He works for Watch What Happens Live, which is the mothership, and... He currently co-hosts the podcast, It's Britney Bitch, so please check that out on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen. It chronicles the life of Britney Spears. Each episode is a different year in the life of Britney Spears. It's fantastic, so please check it out and please enjoy. Okay, guys, I'm here with T. Kyle. Of course, you guys know T. Kyle from Reality TV Gifts. He's given us so, so much. Of course, the T. Kyle, how are you, first of all? Good. How are you? I'm so great. I'm so excited to talk to you. I feel like you've really given me so much with all of the gifts you've made. Or is it GIFs or it's GIFs, right? I say GIFs with a hard G, okay, but good. I know it's, you know, the endless internet debate. Right. And I'm so excited because you have a new Britney Spears podcast that I just love. I think it's so fantastic. If anyone's a fan of Britney Spears, 
they should listen to it. They should love it. What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite Britney song? Or is that like asking a favorite kid? <laughs> I I mean, it's, I have moments, but I think Give Me More is my number one. Right. And what's what about favorite album? I also want to know like your favorite era. Yeah, so it's been interesting because I going back in time and reliving all of the stuff, I'm now it's like it's like dusting up all the good memories of everything. But I do think I have what I call my holy trinity, which is glory, blackout, <laughs> and in the zone. Yes. Oh, I can't so pick good. a favorite. And then what about aside from Britney's music? Do you have like a favorite Britney project? Like a Oh my god, the 18,000 perfumes that she's had. <laughs> she's had so I've, many. <laughs> I've never really I, I I don't have any of the perfumes or anything, but I do I think it's my favorite project that she does because the commercials are always very entertaining and very interesting and some of them are completely ridiculous and like the photo shoots and say that that's been the most entertaining project that she's done outside of music. Now, T. Kyle, I want to ask you a couple housewife questions. What are you thinking of Orange County this season? Okay, so I can tease this because at Watch Poppins Live, we have to screen everything in advance right? because, you know, we have to prep and everything. And I will say, I thought this season of OC was a snooze, but Kelly Dodd saved the part one of Union. Like, it is so good. Uh, now, also, Beverly Hills, like, are you excited about next season? Anything that you've heard from Watch What Happens Live? Okay, also, controversially, Beverly Hills is my least favorite. Yeah. And I love Lisa Rinna. Oh, I know that, like, the fans don't really... I, well, I know you love her, right? I do love Lisa Rinna, yeah. The gays and, like, the internet world, we love her, but I feel like the general public just doesn't get it. Right, well, I always think there's, like, a discourse between the general public and, like, the gays. I feel like sometimes I'll love a housewife and I don't understand like why ever I'll see online everyone will be like they need to get off the show and I'm like why do you want them gone like they're the most interesting one right like anytime I post about Lisa Rinna on our Instagram people just rip her apart and I'm like she's so entertaining what are you talking about Uh, who's your all-time favorite housewife who do you love to watch I love the east coast the most like New York New Jersey New Jersey has a special place maybe I'm from Jersey so it's like very much my realm um, and I think New York as a franchise, just every season delivers, yeah. which is good. But then I love newcomers like Kelly Dodd and Margaret Josephs, even though they're not like the OGs, yeah. they still bring what I love in a housewife. I think Margaret's been a great addition. Oh, she's so good. She's so funny this season. Now, T. Kyle, I know you talk a lot about Britney, but I ask everyone this because Mariah's my number one. Like, what's your favorite Mariah song? Okay, well, I'm loving Caution. So, so everyone good. go buy Caution on iTunes. My all-time Mariah is Emotions, I think. It's a classic. Now, T. Kyle, what's the name of the Britney podcast? And then also tell people where they can find you on social media. Oh, so it's Britney Bitch. You know, just straightforward right. to the point. Right. And it's on podcast, Spotify, literally everywhere. We dropped it across everything. And then on Twitter, it's T Kyle Mac. Well, T Kyle, thank you for all of the gifts you've given us and um, and the podcast. It's so, so good. I want everyone thank to go you. listen. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you, T Kyle. We'll talk soon. All righty. Have a good one. Bye bye. Show hey.
I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.